0: Welcome back, crazy people. Welcome to another episode of Working It Out with Dave and Andy. Episode seven. Episode seven. Thank you very much. I am your co-host, Mr. Andy. I am your other co-host, Dave. And today we are going to be flushing out all things business startup, which is a a great one because it's a thing that a lot of people will go through at some point if they plan to have any kind of
1: side hustle or main hustle. For sure. And uh, so basically this episode is just Andy putting me on blast.
0: Essentially, we didn't want to call it like that. It's just like us hanging out Fire intensive questionnaires. We have one of the most exciting things ever, which is actually one of our co-hosts is blessed to be starting and working through a side hustle live as we put on these uh, podcasts. And so what better way to understand and get insight into what it takes and what's involved than to start
1: to find out more about it. So you know what I love about this? It's um, we're running this podcast, and it's almost like, oh, these guys must know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Especially when he's <laughs> starting his own side business, <laughs> no, no. and I'm standing here, and I'm like, these questions cannot be more poorly timed for yeah, me. Yeah, uh, it'd be called worked it out. <laughs> <laughs> it we worked out. With yeah, yeah. I worked. Yeah. Out. I think we've been very cl- not. We've
0: been very clear with the title from day one. Just yeah. on yeah. that, on it's that a angle. it's a verb. It's a doing word. Yeah, yeah. We are working it out um we we've got a lot of stuff that we want to cover off but i think what's going to be really valuable um to anybody listening to this episode is about things to consider when starting a side business we're going to flush out some some questions we're going to like critically assess um dave's uh startup and the things that are going to come up um in the coming months i guess as things start
1: to to grow and also it's a good little accountability yeah 100 percent keeps me accountable onto uh into what I'm actually doing with my spare time uh, between weeks. So let's run through a brief uh, side business
0: summary mm-hmm. and how that sort of idea came about. So w- what what the business is aiming to do, just a quick yeah. little summary of that.
1: Uh, so basically what I'm trying to do is to establish a online marketplace for specialty coffee beans and um, locally roasted coffee beans in Melbourne to people all around Australia. Uh, the reason I want to do that is because I just feel like there is not uh, enough access to these specific specialty beans and with the ever-growing price of good coffee in this state, um, I feel like this is a good opportunity where people will take the time to either learn how to make their own coffee at home, which there are already a lot of people that do that, and also those that will have a coffee machine at home that will take beans and things like that. So I feel like it is a a market that is not untapped. There's the other online platforms that do it and there's also roasters that sell online themselves. But I just feel like if you can bring a different edge to it, you can try and bring in the mainstream market, not only those who are, so to speak, coffee nerds. I love it because it's, it's
0: really, and I love these, I've always loved these business models where you're basically becoming the uh, event coordinator and the parties are going to be people who are roasting great coffee and people who need access to
1: that coffee. Exactly right. You want to be the party host. Exa- so I love it. TripAdvisor. Exactly right. So hopefully, you know, with this uh, endeavor, we can get some good roasters on board. So just a little brief rundown over the past, well, we haven't recorded for, what is this, the third week now? Mm. So three weeks in between. So a bit's happened. I've um basically finished the website. Boom. That's love ready, that. That's yes. almost ready to roll. That is a second away from ready to roll. But I don't want to post it just yet because we've got, I've only got two roasters on board with us at the moment. Great. We've got confirmed roasters. Yeah, I love so I've this. got two on there, which is good. And I will be... If I can get myself to four uh, by, the say, the middle of next month, I'll launch with four. Uh, that's enough for me. As long as the website's got a little bit of structure to it and there's enough there to keep going, um, I'll do it. But the other thing that I want to try and do is also incorporate some a line of coffee merch um, and hopefully different relevant kind of pieces of merch to sell within that, um, how do I say, the coffee space. Mm. I
0: I love it. I love it a lot. And I think um, what TripAdvisor has done well, or car sales, is they've paired um, product or content or in some places like uh, accommodation and they've made the community network of people, you know, uh, providing feedback and ratings, to be so worthwhile because even if you don't like leaving feedback, you you used other people's feedback to make your initial purchase. So that becomes huge. And and you know what? I I get excited by the idea that there's only, you know, three or four and they get to own that space. They get to be premium sellers. They get to be the first people on the and just be like old because... I think be, have be, having somebody in your corner, and in their case, it's having you in their corner, and just being relentless is so valuable. Yeah, whether it's sure. one or a hundred. In fact, if it's a hundred, it becomes harder for me to get on your first page, etc. You know? Exactly
1: right. So, it's um. So basically, I wanna, uh, what I what I want to try and do is instead of focusing my efforts on uh, brewing or roasting my own coffee, so to speak, um, I want to focus on marketing what the already good product that is out there at the moment um there's no need to saturate a market that's already saturated uh in that sense so instead of giving them another you know another bag of coffee for the for the kind of the coffee space in melbourne why not create a place where everybody can come see what's available and see what's highlighted and you know maybe becomes a hopefully becomes a trusted community and these roasters begin to flourish within the platform and we get to sell shitload of coffee mm. No, I love it. I was my
0: mind literally was just wandering to uh like having a YouTube review for each one that you put on, but the YouTube thumbnail being those like, you know, you've seen those really like overdramatic, like 17 year old gamers who have the thumbnails where it's like them and an Xbox and they're screaming the and best. it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like real, but imagine the, the like, ultimate clickbait. Yeah, yeah, like that. But imagine it was like, yeah, exactly. So what I'm pitching is like you and like, like, you know, a smiling or like a massive grin with this cup or the bag next to your face or something. But the, the words that was on there was like, holy shit, caramel but it was because that would be contextualized to that because yep. unfortunately not even unfortunately i think part of the thing with coffee is you're not gonna have anything on the website that's garbage so you're never gonna yep. be like look my honest review is mm, i give it a two because then it's like you're demoting that's their right. brand but i just think if you gave an honest like wine experts do they they give a an honest but it's a very like decorated and honest,
1: an honest but fluffed up uh, review of the Of the product.
0: And that's why it's like, and that's why I think would just slay. You know, so it is a review nonetheless. I'm going to get honest feedback, but it's like, packaging, firstly, so dope. I like that they've included X, Y, and Z. When you're tasting it, you're like, they've mentioned this and I can taste that, which is, another huge sign for me or oh, you'd be the one to be able to understand that yeah 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 yeah, through and through. yeah
1: it's 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 funny coming out of your mouth mrs yeah, 711 yeah yeah it, yeah <laughs> i bring it up every yeah. fucking
0: podcast if i have to mate the, the subtle tones of the bottom of that filter come through in that <laughs> in, in that 711 cup do you know I can what though? taste the paper in the cup. <laughs> I can taste that reusable cuppa. Um, so let's flush out some stuff when it comes to um, this business. You've already got a lot of groundwork. So if this is stuff that you've already done, we'll just sort of speak about it retrospectively. Um, but looking at um, market research in specialty coffee. So, for example, marketing research is a huge component and everyone will at some point... Um, start a business and they need to do market research. So I guess, how did your market research phase start and what was involved in it?
1: So I'm a little guilty of not doing like the most in-depth analysis and in-depth research for this particular business idea. And the reason being is that I'm essentially trying to create something that I would want and I would use. It's a great approach, yeah. So I feel like I would go into a site like this and I would be – hooked into the content and I would enjoy to buy a coffee from this particular marketplace because they have a trusted opinion. And I feel like that's a common thought within the coffee world. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple other platforms that offer the almost the exact same service that I want to offer right now. But I just feel like they're not doing it as good as, say, I can. Mm. I feel like sure. I've got a better... I've got a, a strong background in e-commerce and I really want to build on that side of the business because I'm just I love the idea of being able to open my laptop and just work from the laptop I, I enjoyed that love idea that. I love that I, I
0: think the pro and con in that exact approach is that the the overwhelming pro is that you'll stick at it because you like it that's right that's what's so important and if you don't like if you're cramming up with an idea it's sort of based on somebody else's idea or anything about the, their way of doing it, it's it's gonna be short lived. Now the con and it's not even necessarily a con, it's just something to be aware of, is always that you're um you're going into sort like untreaded waters in some regards. Not you said some people already do it, but if you're somebody who's coming out with something completely new f- that hasn't been yeah. explored yet, then you might be faced with that um, you know, it hasn't been proved in the marketplace That's or right. how well are they going? Oh, you know?
1: I, I would have no idea how well these other companies are going. Um, sure. They seem one's been around for quite a while and uh, through a little bit of Instagram stalking, you can see that through their actual story that the owners are obviously traveling Europe whilst they're working. So it looks like they're doing okay. Sure. So that's not, I didn't find their personal Instagram. Stalks, yeah. Just, <laughs> let's just be clear here yeah, 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 yeah. on their actual business. Instagram. Through my hardcore <laughs> following. <laughs> no, nah, through their business Instagram, they were visiting cafes in Amsterdam and they made their way all the way to Hong Kong. And, um, Not that Hong Kong's in Europe, but you know what I mean, (laughs) on the way back.
0: (laughs) Little Europe. Um.
1: (laughs) So yeah, they made it on their way back. So that, if you want to get any indication of success, I mean, looks pretty good to me, but I'm just hoping I can get uh, my own spin on it uh, moving forward. I don't necessarily want to, you know, steal business away from these places. I just want to put my own touch on this idea that's out there. I just want to be the best known. That's right. I mean? it's, a, it's a positive
0: part of competitive nature. And Gary V had a sick video on this about um, replicating business models. And he's like, if somebody can replicate what you're doing and it actually hurts you, then you don't deserve to win. Yeah, you're, that's you're, right. it's, it's like you're, you're just gearing yourself up for failure because the idea of competitive nature is we're all trying to get better, dev- d- uh, provide a better service like you are. And the good thing about you is that if you become any part of this business as far as the face, the reviews, etc., that's going to become dynamic. It's intangible, you know, it's a thing that can't be replicated and won't be replicated either. All the, you know, that's the thing price, um, site structure, um, 10% off at Christmas, these types of things can be universally yeah, standardized. But you know, um, your, your personality,
1: your impact is going to be the biggest game. Yeah, exactly changer. right. I think it's people need to feel involved in a community and they need to feel like they, uh, are connected to the content and connected to the marketplace in a way that they would say, I would rather buy from here because of X, Y, Z. Do you know what? I was just thinking about it just then. I'm always looking for,
0: and people are looking for, I feel, an excuse to buy in a really simple way. Like I think if you went on the Nike shoes website and it said, what are you going to use this for? And you said running. And they said, how far do you want to run? Short distance, long distance. Oh, short distance, I guess. Is it going to be ovals or is it going to be, you know, the road? And you say, oh, road. And then it gives you, spits out three shoes. You're like, oh, thank you for yeah. steering that direction. hundred percent. And so I feel like with coffee, uh, um, for the most
1: part, I'm guessing it's a low cost, but under $50 for a bag type of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's not your supermarket coffee where you can get a two hundred and fifty gram bag for like seven dollars. It's more the fifteen to twenty dollar mark. Yeah, yeah, because so that's yep. the that's the good stuff. So that's good. I feel like it's in that it's in that price range that people will still buy. So that that means that like
0: um, a knee jerk purchase is no dramas. So yep. for you to have a coffee for the week, and that oh, imagine that was a, imagine that was part of like a um a what would you call it um. With the suppliers That was the thing that they had You know you have sponsored ads Within yep. car sales etc It's like If you had um, Coffee of the month Or roast of the month Or blend of the month Or whatever Or blend of the week Or whatever And basically It was an additional fee That basically added The promotion layer Because yep. you're going to have So many brands So if, if three brands vie for it Or you can get booked out so you, yeah. could have, so you could say, uh, I want to do coffee of the week. You're like, cool, the next two weeks are booked up already, but by week three, then suddenly you're offering this additional service that all it is is extra promotion within the traffic. That's right. So
1: it's a good way to do that is is to, like you said, approach that through the roaster and say, let's do a, well, let's say, let's do a collab. So you do a, a bean dealer blend from your roastery and we'll promote it on our website. We want to add a good price so we can sell it at a, at a premium price. For that. W- yeah, yeah, <laughs> for that new week. blend, new, new week. blend, Yeah, yeah. good. So, Love that. But so it's our blend from a different roaster, say per week, per month, whatever it is. And I think that's what will help us make some better margin on <gasps> those coffees. What about this for
0: an idea? Here we go. Later down the track, speak to one of the roasters, create a white label it and have a house blend. So um, among all the packages is yours, but you create it blended by somebody else and you create like a home brand, but it's basically called the It's like where
1: one mind, if you read my document on what I want to do, yeah, that's in there. Yeah, brilliant. No. Once it's all set up and going, that's what you want to be able to do, a house and blend. And you know
0: what's good? The cheaper the cheaper that your house one is, will validate, I think, the the price of the competitors because it makes yep. it seem like our oh, house brand cheaper your packaging like the way, uh, i've seen house brands dominate when the packaging is like basic as fuck yep. basic af like i'm talking black and white because that's cheaper than colored printing exactly. it's not embossed it's yep. like it's like if you guys just want coffee that tastes like real coffee like uh the bean dealer no bs and like that's your kind of like yeah, yeah, stripped yeah. back house brand every time
1: i imagine uh, an advertisement like that, all I think about is a dollar shave club video. Bad, bad, Best bad video I've ever seen. Best marketing video I've ever seen. Oh,
0: it, it even be, ba- yeah, oh, sorry, we're going to go on a whole tangent just about it. that kind of product. But I love that, that, that evolution. Um, but it has a lot of th- you know, things building up. And so part of this obviously ties into brand. Like, I think. Um, people get hung up on name and that's, we're not talking about brand name, we're talking about uh, like symbol, like what it yeah. is and branding and stuff. So tell me like what was the thought process or how are you thinking for like brand meaning or like vision? Did you have some kind of thinking around um, this is what I want to call it, why and you know, etc. what you like.
1: It's the best way to kind of put it that I really thought of was really think about where you go and buy wine or where you go and buy alcohol. If You're going to go somewhere to buy alcohol. Nine times out of ten, if you see a Dan Murphy's, you're stopping. Sure, yeah. You will stop. You know they've got a low price. You know they've got everything under the sun. You know it's there. So, I want to – so that's one. The second one is a wine shop online that I use called Vino Mofo. They are specifically wine. It's all they do specifically just pump out wines left, right and center. You'll see them all over Facebook. I've said the word wine around your phone. You're going to get an ad on there now Bad. with their, with their stuff. So
0: Bad. that's actually, that is hilarious. And if that happens. If I reckon it will text yeah. me if it
1: does, I will. We'll mention it in episode eight. Wine mofo. Cause I never searched wine. So if that comes up, that, that is legit w- from this convo. 100%. So what happens big dicks, is, big dicks, big dicks, big dicks. Big dicks. <laughs> so that Thanks comes up that. on your phone. <laughs> 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 Cause it's already coming up on <laughs> yeah, yours. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. If it changes to that, <laughs> um, so essentially, what they are is like a specialty wine shop, and Dan Murphy's is the place that if you see it, I'm definitely going there. And I want to kind of meet in the middle because you're only buying from Vino Murphy if you really, if you're into your wines and you want to get, you know, a particular red or a particular white, or you want a mixed box of wines from the people who know what they're talking about. But on the flip side, Dan Murphy's reaches the mainstream, reaches the everyday average Joe, mm. which is essentially what I want to try and do. I want to meet in that middle bit where. I can bridge the gap between specialty coffee and the mainstream. I want to sit in that middle. You follow me here? I am. I'm
0: thinking that the only way to do that is you need the volume of um, retailers, of bean roasters, that gives you the market authority to be like, if you need it, I've got it. But then you need the level of individualized reviewing contextualized pairing, et cetera, et cetera. Like the really hyper individualized stuff, which would take a lot in eight months of yep. you just pumping out content yep. but that's the only way to bridge the gap because Wine MoFo would be able to really hone in on key info. The, the boxes thing is great. Yep. So I think if you were thinking down that same pathway of like what to what tones do you like or what kind of blend what kind of strength yep. kind of ex- etc. And you start and, and you know what's crazy? Wine's so subjective. So many people have like can make fun of a wine expert you know in, in a hobby. It doesn't mean that other wine enthusiasts don't love thoughts and their opinions and their expertise. They love Lap it, it up. No, so imagine no. So your box boxes could be like um, categorized in your own preferences. Even if somebody has a different taste, if you're handing me the runner, which is meant for short distance um, road work, I'm like, cool, actually not bad. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm not there going I didn't have a chance to compare that runner with the long distance one that they said. Yeah. Because I didn't I just they just they steered me in the direction. So yeah. if I land on your page and I want to have the basic enthusiast pack, which has tones of everything and you get to flare like it's like all every coffee has a different um variation and suddenly I'm like, oh the basic enthusiast. That's yep. like so. It's got one of everything. Like, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that name. Yeah, I like that name. So it's
1: like I want to get into coffee. Eighteen and minutes and our, forty-seven seconds in. That's what I need to go back to listen to that again. Yeah, Eighteen yeah,
0: yeah, forty-seven. That's that's our time stamp. Yeah, that's the one right there. Um, yeah. Um, uh, you, you have to listen to that time. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> when you listen back, you're like, "How am I going to timestamp that thing? What an idiot!" <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm writing it down as we speak. I love that. Um. It's huge. So c-
0: creating the brand, which is amazing. And I love that vision of pairing the the two. Um, and, and and the funniest thing is that it sounds like cliche when it's like we're going to take uh, the best of like something on one end of the spectrum, but apply it to like the nuancedness of the other end of the spectrum. Like it's a hard balancing act, but I think that's bringing the best um, value to the customer and that's your end goal anyway. Exactly right. And the increased value means, um, you know, increased uh. Reception from the customers, so it's it's phenomenal. Which takes us then into marketing and oh, marketing, man. marketing. I just want a quick, quick, uh, like disclaimer. Not even disclaimer. I think it's good to distinguish the difference between marketing and advertising. Yeah. In this case, where. Um, advertising is simply your, you know, the the billboard message or the hey, discount code, etc. Et buy this, buy this. Marketing is like the your handshake, the front of your shop, your website, um, and not even the website like ten percent off. Like just the way that it feels on mobile devices, the way that it clicks through in the PayPal section. It's marketing is every moment of the experience and their ability to then want to give that to other people. Do yep. you know what I mean? So exactly right. I think at, we look at marketing as getting the message out there, and then you know having a great experience. What uh, what do we
1: see in, in, as far as getting this? So you know, in terms to the of masses? in terms of marketing, so what I've done to follow on for what you were just saying, I've I scoured through many, many, many different website templates that I would want to use um, to make sure that it was going to give the correct user experience for the people that I'm looking to reach, and I found that. And which has been good, and I, I'm hoping that the user experience can be so positive that people want to pass on that to other people. And but then in terms of getting it out to the masses, essentially what I'm doing at the moment, I've got a an Instagram page set up that is posting very, very scarcely. Just it's basically used for direct messaging roasters right now. Sure, so yeah, that's good. Idea. At the moment, my my marketing is is basically a plan. It's no specific action just yet. I'm more networking with roasters to try and get people on board. Once those people are on board, once those roasters are on board and ready to roll, marketing will roll out. So essentially that marketing plan is a lot of social media marketing and a review show is something that I do want to do. I need to have coffees at my house and I need to be tasting them. I need to be talking shit to a camera and I feel like I I can get it done. I need to get over the initial... Uh, scaredness of talking to a camera because who the hell likes that not me Mm. Um, but um, yeah so essentially it's a plan a lot of social media marketing and a lot of so for my family business I do a lot of social media paid advertising and I've gotten quite good at that and I know how to target the correct people and as long as I can find the right search terms and keyword terms and things like that I feel like I can get it out there she need a bit of dollars behind it but I think I've got it
0: yeah I, I I like the idea that if you had twenty two committed um, roasters, it's twenty two followers, yep. and you found the crazy ultra like addicted um, coffee enthusiasts and you managed to f- find fifty, which would be like incredible, like to find those key key people, that would be enough. To float the business so well, they'll be enough to kickstart it. That we're talking about a hundred followers, you know, on Instagram. You know, that we're talking about a hundred humans. Like just that impact. like even as a trainer, as a personal trainer, there's a limit to the amount that you can have within a week, uh, as far as cl- clients are concerned. And so, if you just have like fifty evangelists, you can, you know, build an army. You know, and you can really build enough um, uh, capital. Essentially, what you things. want.
1: Essentially, what you want is you've all got. Everyone's got like a, a car guy. Everyone's got a wine guy. Everyone's got a guy for something. So if you can get that person, if you can get the coffee guy in everyone's friendship circle onto your platform, they're, you know, doing almost free advertising for you in a way because they're going to be talking to their friends about it. You know what I If someone wants to know about guy. coffee, it's like, if you want to know about coffee, who are you going to ask? You're going to text me straight away. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. And if I trust in something, which... Hopefully, it's going to be the bean dealer dot uh, dot shop. Hopefully,
0: boom. Spoiler alert!
1: It, there you go, little little, little, little one there. Um, then what will happen is, if I trust that platform, I'll tell you, say, hey, if you want to go get some coffee, these guys are pretty good. Go there. It's it. the word of mouth is what will drive the business, but you need to get the right person to be giving out that word. A few things are just flashed through. I'm thinking like.
0: I'm thinking like like a tagline, and I'm sort of because I'm trying to like summarize how somebody like mine. Like I'm thinking of the tagline something like, um, "If there's good he- if there's good coffee in your house, it's come from this website." But it's kind of like a tagline that means that even if you don't know, or something along the lines of like, um, y- like this is the only place you come to to get good coffee, but it seems like a domestic use kind of thing. It's not yeah. like where you go to cafes and say, you, they've already got their roasters, that's right. you know, yeah, connections. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of, I want that feeling of like, this is the place you go to to buy the good coffee that's in your house. For example, you run out, this is where you'd go. Exactly. You know, and so it's a home of that. It's the layperson.
1: They need it. If you need coffee beans, this should be the place that you go, just stock you know flashing through my mind right now? A Dollar Shave Club style video of people running out of coffee beans and it's like the worst thing in the world and then some guy comes up and it's like yeah, bean deal like or oh, some oh, shit oh, like oh, that or oh, I'm thinking like the, the Nesca like like the
0: um the instant coffee like are you sick of it? like that kind of like vibe of like Ugh, uh, uh, yeah. and then it's like and then you just have like that oh it's like a bunning shelf but it's got all these like different oh, coffees man. and your finger just runs across and goes I think I feel like Italy
1: from this region like you make it seem very wine-esque I feel oh. like the the production value in my head right now yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. way <laughs> above yeah. what it's going to be. It's like a presidential campaign. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I'm thinking it's the, the latest and greatest ad technology. And here I am. It's just going to be me with my iPhone, just going like this, moving it around side to side, trying to get video. The other alternative
0: is going down the whole making fun of coffee enthusiasts. Yeah. I've thought so, that so too. it's kind of like, like, and you could be like, the plain pouring guy is just kind of like, sometimes I just feel like a bit of Italy. And then you're just like, or like if I want us to be cool or like you yeah. play on the whole thing of like, I got no idea what I'm talking about. But like, if you want some good shit, this is where you go. Yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. You yeah. kind of reverse it.
1: There's, so there's so many different things that can be done with this because of what's out there already. You just need to have your own creative spin on it. So it's, um, man, I'm getting a lot of ideas this podcast. This is great. I'm, l- I'm liking it. This is a great flush out as we call it.
0: Uh, yeah. Flush down. Flush down. down. Um, I like it. potential opportunities that we see for this business, so I think what is there um we spoke uh, touched briefly on the idea of a home brand um home the idea of merch yep. um and do we see any other opportunities for um working with i don't know different types of suppliers or affiliate marketing or what's what's some other opportunities that could leverage from a site like this?
1: I think um social branding can leverage from this site. Um, so if I go hard with the reviews and the social content, and I essentially, I would essentially have to make myself the center of it. Um, I feel like if, you know, you become a trusted, uh, a trusted source within that industry, <laughs> it would be then. Got an idea. Keep going. <laughs> I don't want to forget. Sorry, I got too, too, too excited. You could then, you could then become. Um, you could then leverage a social brand off that, a, social, a personal brand off that, sorry. All right, here, here we go. Here's what I'm thinking. Because here's the problem. The problem is
0: you need reviews for this to become valuable. Like it needs to be a place where I can go and actually hear 10 people, yep. give it a one-star, five-star, etc. So I was like, how do you manufacture that? And then it's like, well, obviously you reach out to them and you ask them for a review. That's common. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, but like you're always going to get hit and miss with that sort I've of
1: I hope I know where you're going so, so I'm like,
0: like so ha- you always see with, with early startups is they have these personalized messages when they send stuff out right they always write like a thank you card or they, that's that's huge people love that but imagine something like a review scorecard where it's got like availability for them to put in what roast they've done right and then you're thinking well how do you get that information back from them they take a photo of it and they pop that in um, their Instagram story they've, at, they've added the roaster they've added you hashtag whatever the fuck but because because they did that, they get ten percent off their next order. Genius. So literally, so they get. So what? What, what we're getting out of that? We're getting a personalized message saying like thanks, Ka-, like all it takes is two seconds to print out where it's like thanks Kathy instead of just thanks anonymous. That comes um a, a, a elastic banded to the coffee roasting so it's like let us know what you think for ten percent of it tells all the information on the card and then if they fill that out it's like all we need is a snap on your instagram post tag us to let us know that it's done and then you get ten percent off your next order but basically what you're you're, you're creating this um feedback oriented website where the number one thing we care about is feedback not your money none of it. for the first year you care less about your bottom line as you do for maximum oh. f-
1: feedback 29 minutes. 29 Nobody minutes. <laughs> Another <laughs> time stamp.
0: Not, not, and, and, and I'm just thinking like Vistaprint, like you can get these types of um cards done. Like we've got them at the front of the shop. It would cost something like $50 for your first like 150 or yeah. 200 Like they just sit there and you could hand write their name. So that makes it a bit more personalized. And it's got something like the you know the, the scorecard but make it comical like it doesn't always have to be like good very good bad it could be like like something where it's like beans out of five so yep. for like for
1: like um flavour <coughs> um, marketing for um, whatever the hell the things are that is the, it's absolutely genius because what will happen is it'll create uh, almost a dialogue between the customer and the business, and that's amazing. You're resharing
0: it, yeah, and you're talking to them through their review, and then you're be ba- and then you know what? You send them a sample of like Ziploc bags. Imagine Roasters could give you samples, yeah. and then you attach them because people. I, I saw this with um U Foods is you'd order your first U Foods recently, like I forget because I I ordered them when they started, and then maybe two years after that. So big business growth. They'd chuck in all these like protein balls and stuff like that where you didn't order. Just because it's like, and then they chucked in, so they couldn't stuff enough more value in there to try and make you rebuy. Because I think repurchasing with these types of scenarios is the big issue. We've got like the repurchase because why wouldn't they just run back to the shop or if they're going to just get it from their local this. It's like the repurchase
1: and then the feedback and the community, that's where you win. Repurchase is really difficult. Um, Getting that returning customer, you can get someone in the door uh, and that'll cost you a fair bit. But you need them to keep coming back, and I think that's where you need to carry, <gasps> create that feedback loop. And then you then you have some kind
0: of okay. Then then long term, this is just Uber spitballing. If any of this actually works, is that like uh, reviewers could have some kind of authority, so like like um, more weight if like a gold star reviewer like it's like says some shit. So for example, if they've reviewed a hundred products, they're more they're more valid. So the hardest thing when you go on a review website is you've got like Johnny you've got I- to attain
1: I- like a level of. Legitimacy with their reviews 50 50
0: approved reviews Makes you a premium reviewer Or or No, no, no What do you call it When you go to restaurants And you uh, 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 Like a critic Yes Then you become become The bean dealer critic All bean dealer critics Get 15% off Store wide Constant and they have to buy, maybe they have to buy right. a send them But basically, your goal, if you're addicted to coffee and you like trying stuff, and you've got a voice, so you already got a blog or something. you'll love lap this shit up. It's like 20 reviews, you become a Bean Dealer member. 50 reviews, you become a Bean Dealer critic. 100 reviews, you become a Bean Dealer like <laughs> whatever I'm the a hell. Life member. Life, yeah. But the idea is that like they're so invested in the Bean Dealer from a community standpoint, and from they're revisiting on their own. So they're, and they're telling their friends because they're part of this new shit. So all you need is five critics, or like whatever the. The term is for that that thing and you've got these super invested people and that's when you can stagger i think clients from um i think critic would be somebody who's like your um most like uh uh, evangelist most valued, but all the way down to somebody who doesn't buy again but the problem is is that if you have some evangelists that don't have the opportunity to fall in love with the brand due to lack of community lack of engagement lack of support then it's like oh shit um it's very likely that this all happens in the first year and then you just can the system all together because you do
1: got too many critics or whatever you know there's that it's just saying that you could start out and Oh, play yeah with. for sure it's a, it's a great idea I absolutely love every bit of that one because what it does it encourages people to come back um, because it's like they're achieving something when they come back and not only that they then give a valuable opinion in in a community that they do enjoy yeah I,
0: I think that's that's a game you give them some legitimacy game changer and and, and you and like and this goes down to client management from a PT standpoint is that we have to have um, private Facebook groups um, for challenges we have to have staff pages we have to have all this sort of stuff I think as soon as and, and even still retention it's not a problem I think um, you, you look at a business like this, um, one-to-one personal training, and retention has to be, like, has to be crazy high. Mm-hmm. So we're talking three, five-year, seven-year client commitments, just like people co- go to your cafe, I'm sure. Of but course. if you compare it to an online store where you're doing a transactional purchase, highly unpersonalized because they just go in and buy their thing, like, they don't care about the company, they're just there to get their coffee and go. If you can manufacture some of the um, the marketing pathways that someone,
1: like, we would have to use for retention. But for that environment, it's like switches up the game. Oh yeah, it's such a different environment to do that online because it's super impersonal. Log onto a website, buy something, see you later. I could never go on that website again; it wouldn't matter. Whereas if I'm going to my PT, I speak to them regularly, or if we go into my local cafe, I walk past it every single day. So you're gonna go back. I wonder what the success
0: rate would be in. Firstly, you'd market all of these things that you're doing, like whether it's like become a critic for 15% off or like whatever the thing is. Like first, you'd market it so people know about it. But imagine a templated email where the only um, blanks were like name, what they bought, and maybe um, something else personal. And every person that makes a purchase, it's a 15 second email plus minus the it's it's templated. Um, oh my God, Lauren. Thanks so much. You're supporting a small business. I freaking loved it. Tell me what you, I'd love to know what you think about the roast masters from Carlton. Um, yep. And then hyphen, I personally love that roast. So I hope you get a lot from it too. P.S. Slab of context. Um, hit me up if you, if you ever want to chat And the person goes, what? That's not what I expected at all. Like,
1: yes. Yeah. 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 Or not. 100%. I do the same. I do the same thing at, um at the family business right now. Everyone who orders online gets an email nice email everyone out that everyone that orders online gets an email thank you for your purchase um, look forward to seeing you again um, there's a whole bunch of other stuff in there as well but everyone gets an email everyone gets a personalized email you need it
0: you definitely definitely need it and so what what types of the last thing I want to flesh out is risks for this um, space like uh, what's some things that we need to kind of um, nut out as far as uh, what,
1: what could slow us down in say two months six months a year
0: what's the risks
1: I don't see the only slowing down the only reason that you would slow down is because I'm too busy with my day-to-day job but I plan to try and not let that interfere um, but then potential risk the only risk an online business has it's why I love it so much is just your time your time is your only risk you just risk spending some of your time doing something and that's it and that is such a minimal risk compared to Say something that you've got going on here. You've got leases, mm. staff, all that kind of stuff, right from the right from the get go. That's a big risk, or bigger risk in context to the to an e commerce sure, yeah. platform where all I have is a subscription to Shopify, which I could cancel in ten minutes, and it it's like I never existed. You know what I mean? So, um, as far as risk goes for me, I don't see there being too much of a risk. The only thing I worry about is uh, just a risk to, the p- to my personal brand. But then again, on 26, I can recover. Don't worry about that. Yeah, well, I, I think um, from what I can take from it,
0: you're you hev- heavily reliant on order fulfillment from a supplier standpoint. Yes. So it's like their, their um, uh, stock levels and also the way they
1: fulfill orders is very important. They're, the good thing about coffee roasters is everything is roasted to order. So when things come in, they'll have a batch of, um, they'll have a batch of say Ethiopian, uh, such and such that they've roasted on Tuesday, and my orders come in anywhere between the Thursday and Sunday before, and my those beans out of there, are incorporated within that, and they get sent out. So it's in the, the good thing about this uh, model is it's in the roaster's best interest to get that coffee out as efficiently as possible because. Uh, roast time, uh, sorry, length between roast date is huge in this industry. So people like, if I get something that's 10 days off roast versus something that's five days off roast, I'm going to go back to the place to get me one that was five days off. Wow. Okay. So that's what it's like. That's the dynamic within this industry. So the roasters are so competitive that I don't feel order fulfillment is enough of a risk for me to worry about. I think that will do it because it serves them better. Sure. Yeah,
0: well, we're, we're talking about um, people understanding the difference between uh, the website just being a hub or it actually being like an Amazon where people actually complain to the bean dealer and you're like, hey, it wasn't me, it was buddy Carlton Roasters or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So if they, look, people can obviously will complain through to me and if I get, I would say if I get enough complaints about it, uh, the same roaster putting out uh, their product, then you'd have to can them, wouldn't you? sure if they're not giving you the the service that you need from them you can them and that's the best part about this platform is i've got no there's no contracts that i put in place between the roasters and i they could can me as quick as i can can them and that works both ways mm. it is it is what it is it's a different kind of system to run with and no nah, it's it's exciting
0: yeah no i definitely think these are like important um Cause it's it's just a constant question of how can I do things better by all parties too, and that's the suckiest part of business is every party that is in some way uh, uh, impacted by you and your presence is on a pedestal as far as priorities. Oh, yeah. So it's like your roasters have to think you're the freaking man who um, supports them will do anything to build their brand. Your customers have to feel like they're the only ones you've ever serviced in your life. Do you know what I mean? Your you know YouTube on. love so. Um, man, I hope that That was a good little Flash out session I that feel like we great. got A lot of good content good. In there It was and a long one too Brainstorming like a mofo
1: No, that was good I enjoyed it It's um, It's given me that It's lit another fire Under my ass So to speak So got The hair's I'll all singy. Yeah, yeah. It hurts um, <laughs> But uh, No, nah, so hopefully uh, In a week's time I've got some more Fingers crossed I can come to you And say I've got some beans yes not some beans not even just some people on fucking board yeah get some more people on board i'm ready to go so i'm hoping to launch before christmas so if i can if i can do that that'd be great
0: good stuff team thank you all for listening in as always to working it out with dave and andy we'll be coming back at you for episode eight next week thank you family